0: by the message of an angel may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord Amen
1: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth Catholic Radio for Your Soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, this is The Good News Show.
0: And good afternoon. Welcome to The Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network, 12 o'clock. It is June 8th. Uh, Monday of the tenth week in ordinary time, if you're following the liturgical calendar, we're in the tenth week of ordinary time, Marching towards you know the next uh, the next season we're going to have will be Advent. Okay. 34 weeks in ordinary time. So. Interesting to think about that
2: we're almost halfway through the year and the next big thing is Advent.
0: I know. And I know we just have all kinds of weeks of ordinary time. And then, and it's, it's interesting that, uh, this is called ordinary time because I don't think anybody would describe the times that we're going through right now as, oh yeah, just kind of, you know, another, another week of life, kind of, you know, no, no big, not a lot going on. But anyways, we're glad you're here with us. Uh, Dave Palmer is my name. Cecil Anderson here running the board and, uh, Uh, talking on air as well, we have Diane Xavier, who typically does not come in on Mondays, but she is training, uh, one of our wonderful, uh, interns, Sam Cavana, Cavana, (laughs) Cavana. I hear I can say it either way, right? Sure. Uh, Okay. Uh, Well, I wonder how Sam says his name. Cavana? Cavana? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, anyways, I think I mentioned uh, on the air before. There's been a, a long line of uh, Kavannas, uh that have interned here. It's a wonderful family. Thanks to uh, uh Francis and then John and now Sam. They just keep on coming through. And so we're, we're, we 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 love interns. You know, if you're a high school or a college student, you want to get a little experience in Catholic radio. Come on, we'll we'll put you to work. We always have something to do. <laughs> And so uh this also means that we unlike most Mondays are broadcasting on our social media platforms all three of them Diane right uh, so if you want to go to Facebook YouTube or Twitter and use the ha- the um the the handle of GRN online we'd love to have you there with us and we're going to monitor it and see if uh, we always count how many people have liked our our Facebook page i want to see how many people Oh, we'll actually be watching us. I'd say if we got to like 20 or so, that would be pretty good. I don't know if you're, if you're monitoring that or not. Uh, uh, (laughs) it's like zero. I'm uh, watching it. Okay, well there you go. We got one. So uh, just go to Facebook, uh, go to. Uh, or, um, uh, Twitter or, or YouTube and, and check us out online. So, alright. Another big exciting thing is we made the announcement, I guess, uh, last week, two weeks ago that we want to honor graduates yes. uh, on this program, local graduates okay. who kind of, kind of got a little bit of a bum deal this, uh, this year because <laughs> yeah. they didn't get to, you know, have the, the full experience of closing out the year with their fellow students. They didn't, in most cases, have a real graduation ceremony. And so uh we said, we took the advice it was actually one of our other markets uh, in in d c that started this, and they put an ad on the air and said, "We want to congratulate everybody on air give you a little extra uh, attention because you you missed out on some things and so we got some response didn 't we? Yeah, we before this was going to give you some of the the ones that have emailed and called in and told us about graduates, but I also want to open up the phone lines." Because if you have a graduate, high school, uh, I guess even grade school, grade school has graduations, well, right? Sure, but yeah, primarily yeah. high school and college, mm-hmm. uh, be being one of them, she got her college degree in uh, film this year, uh, and you wanna just kinda give a shout out to that person. Tell us, hey, I wanna congratulate, you know, so-and-so, and maybe you can say a few words about that person and what an awesome person he, person he or she is. Call us up. This is your opportunity, okay? 877 757 We'll see if we've got anybody on the phone, and Sissel is going to um, uh, tell us the ones that we have had emailed uh, coming in as well. Let me give a, a, a little bit more information about the show, though. Uh, this is the second segment of the show. The second half hour is going to be where we focus on young Catholic professionals. Um, and Peter Blute is the national vice president. Oftentimes it's Jen Baugh, who's the founder and the national uh, president, executive director. Peter Blute's going to be on the phone with us, and he is going to be introducing us uh, to his guest, who um, is Peter DeTrempe. And Peter is a national board director on the National Board of Directors with the YCP, and he is a professional in marketing. And so he's going to be talking about marketing and also specifically in regard to uh, our faith and, um you know, maybe Catholic businesses as well. And so that's going to be a good conversation. It'll be in the second half. So, again, if you want to join the conversation today, 877-757-9424, 9424 And uh, one other thing before we get to the graduates is that tomorrow is... Ooh, a pretty special day. It is. Yeah, it seems like we just had the spring share-a-thon, <laughs> it doesn't it? Is. I mean, it is, really I mean does. My, my wife really said, does. "Didn't you just have a share-a-thon? <laughs> but the spring share-a-thon was towards the end of March. This one is, you know, relatively early in June. But tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning, we're going to begin the the summer thon across Guadalupe Radio Network. And the spring shareathon fell about thirty percent short of what we really needed uh, as far as the goals and. Yeah, the spring one came right as, uh, you know, we were in a, a couple of weeks into the COVID, you know, uh, you know, crisis. And so people didn't quite know what was going on. I've had a couple more months to kind of digest what's going on. Who knows? I mean, how mm-hmm. it's going to go, but, uh, I know that as far as, you know, matching gifts go, as far as, you know, calling people and saying, "Can you support the station?" The, the the support has just been tremendous. The number of people who the volunteers who are going to come into the studio. I sent out one email, and within two hours, I had every volunteer, every meal that we needed. Awesome. So I know there's a there's a great you know interest in helping out, and so I just I, I just invite you, please, please, please help out, um, you know, Catholic Radio, because we really need this Share-a-thon to uh, be successful. I'm guessing by the fall, things are going to start feeling a little bit normal. Things still feel a little bit weird. Yeah, definitely.
2: don't they? What'd for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you go out and, you know, it's just a different, it has a different vibe in mm-hmm, <laughs> the world yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, I've had a very hard time getting used to the face masks and I, I don't have to wear them all that often because the grocery stores where I live don't require yeah. them. Our parish doesn't require them. Uh, but I have put them on a, a few times. And so, um, we uh we hope you see the value in Catholic Radio and we hope you will support but again that's going to begin tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock, uh Summer Sheraton uh, the theme we liked it so much in the spring we're going to do it again this year it's uh, celebrating 20, 20 years of Catholic Radio on the Guadalupe Radio Network and so um and you know what one of the unique things about the Sheraton is we always give away an angel level gift yeah. you know that's for anybody that gives at least $10 a month Uh, I think what we're doing this week is anybody who gives any donation of any size... I believe I should know this. Gets gets <laughs> the uh the story of the Guadalupe Radio Network, oh, dude, awesome. right? I, I think yeah, so. I don't, think don't, so yeah. don't don't quote me. But then you the on angel that. level donor, yeah, I mean, you know what the CD is?
2: Is it wait? It's it's that's the that's the music CD? The
0: uh, one? No, it's Joe McLean. It was Joe
2: McLean's that talk. Yeah, that's right. It, that's so Zeal, exciting. It's called
0: Zeal for Souls. Yeah. And Joe, you know, Joe's a, a speaker. He gets out, and um, you know, and of course, nobody's running around doing talks these days, but uh, he's he's, he's really a very good speaker. And uh, so it's going to be his. We've never done an in-house thing. Right. That's so cool. Do you know what they want to do for the fall? They want me to do a talk. (laughs) <laughs> Did you know that?
2: Uh-oh. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no Wow. Seriously. I, oh, I, wow. You I, better I, find
2: a place to go give a talk uh, at. <laughs>
0: I, I know. It's like, because uh, I don't have a talk recorded, but yeah, right, I, I right. can just stand in here in the studio and do a talk. We'll, but, we'll uh, sit
2: there and clap really loudly <laughs> to make sure it's like it might be, a big crowd. It might
0: be good to do that, because That'd when be you're fun. giving a talk, you want to have some kind of right, you know, somebody, right. as long as you're you like not. You have a
2: private screening, like a private, to- you know, a little party here, yeah, you know, just like a select few people.
0: Maybe a Zoom talk? Oh, that or we'll just have a little crowd of five yeah, or ten yeah, people? Yeah,
2: that'd be so fun. Okay, wow, well, we're making plans on air. This is great.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so, um, and also I want to mention, you know, I, I mentioned about the the great response we got for um, matching gifts. And just people have just, there's been an outpouring of support. And one of our matching gifts that we're going to be providing this week is from a wonderful lady. I, I don't, I guess I can use her name, uh Laura. And she wanted us to promote a website called EverydaySermons.com. I don't know if Diane's providing a link for it or not, but EverydaySermons.com are sermons that a deacon, Deacon Michael Weston, uh, did while he was serving at Mary Immaculate Parish and Farmers Branch, and they also had connections with St. Monica Parish. And when he passed away last year, Laura Weston, uh, his widow, his wife, uh, set this up. And so, um, I invite you to, Visit this because she sent me an email yesterday and said a lot of these homilies that he did um, really tie in what 's going on in the world today there's uh, uh, you know he does talk about light and darkness, which also was the theme of uh, archbishop Vigano's uh, letter to Donald, to president trump did you did you see i
2: i 've skimmed read it i haven 't sat down and properly read it but okay. yeah I did see that
0: I, I, I told you i 'm going to read two paragraphs of it, oh, and cool. then we 're going to go straight to you and you 're going to start thank, congratulating some of these uh uh, graduates, but I, I do uh, want to read it because it it really highlights, I, I think, just kind of what's going on in our culture. Uh, Archbishop Vigano said, Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I would call biblical, the children of light and the children of darkness. The children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent an absolute minority. And yet the former are the object of a sort of discrimination which places them in a situation of moral inferiority with respect to their adversaries who often hold strategic positions in government, in politics, in the economy, and in the media. In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked and by those who help them either out of self-interest or fearfulness. Those two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation between the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent. On the one hand, there are those who, although they have a thousand defects and weaknesses, are motivated by the desire to do good, to be honest, to raise a family, to engage in work, to give prosperity to their homeland, to help the needy, and in obedience to the law of God, to merit the kingdom of heaven. On the other hand, there are those who serve themselves, who do not hold any moral principles, who want to demolish the family and the nation, exploit workers to make themselves unduly wealthy, foment internal divisions and wars, and accumulate power and money. For them, the fallacious illusion of temporal well-being will one day, if they do not repent, yield to the terrible fate that awaits them far from God in eternal damnation. So... He pretty much lays it on the line. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's there's clearly light and darkness. You know, I I, I'll tell you my one little experience that I had is I was, you know, there's all these protests that are that are popping up all over the place, and I was driving in very close to my house. I think it was Saturday, and I just had to go to the bank, uh, to to get some cash out, and I'm driving down Industrial Boulevard in I get Bedford, Ulist that area, and I see these. Police cars come in with their lights on the other direction, and I look ahead, and in the street was a a rally, a, a protest with about it was relatively small, about you know fifty, seventy five you know people that are walking in the street towards us, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, you see what's happened in some of these other cities, and your first re- response is to be kind of fearful, right? So I was going in the opposite direction. So I pulled into a parking lot and I actually got my camera out and I took a picture. I actually took a little video of it as well. And it looked like mostly like high school students. They looked relatively young and you know, they were, they were not being violent or anything like that. And they had a police escort and all that. But then as I, after I took the picture, because I I got this image of these protesters and this group and you know, the fear that they're striking a lot of people and all that. But then I zoomed in because you know, you can do that on your phone. Yeah. And I started seeing faces, you know, and I I was able to zoom in and just this inspiration hit me that, you know, these are people, these are children of God. They probably have a lot of issues. But as soon as I zoomed in and I actually saw a face, you know, and and I was like, this isn't just a mob. I I don't, you know, I, I agree if they want to protest you know, peacefully, which they were. I mean, right. I, I, you know, taking up the street. I, I don't know if they had a permit to do yeah, this. Yeah, a lot I mean. of,
2: the, some of them locally, fortunately, I've noticed have been talking with the police ahead of time. I think that the okay. police were there. I'm going to say that they probably were. Yeah. They could, but yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I mean, you're like, if we, if we go down to downtown with the pro-life march, you know, we are in the street. Oh, right? yeah. And we yeah. have to be. It's a big organization. Yeah. 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 And so it looked like they had had permission. They were being peaceful. So no problem. But my first reaction is like, ah, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. what a, you know, pain. Are they going to, you know, turn my car over or so, set, you know, but again, you zoom in, you see faces, right. you see people. I think a lot of these people are, you know, hurting. Uh well of course they are hurting they wouldn't be protesting if they weren't absolutely. But, but anyways obviously absolutely no no right to be violent but in this particular case they weren't be mm-hmm. they were not uh, being violent absolutely. so anyways the the nose letter goes on I don't know if you had a chance to read it if anybody has any comments on it you can uh, give us a call and let us know or just how are you doing you know uh well how how are you responding to all that's going on this last week and a half has just been absolutely crazy. eight seven 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 five seven nine four, two, four, eight seven seven, seven five seven, nine, four, two four. And uh, all right, so now, with no further ado. I'm not going to say anything else. We're going to go straight to Sissel and uh, tell us who our our hallowed graduates are.
2: All right. All right. Okay. So we got quite a few emails, which I was very excited about, and a few messages. And actually, some people just commented on Facebook, too. So I have a few more to add to our list. So first off, I'd like to say congratulations to Hideo. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce your name. I looked it up. Class of 2020, giving thanks to God for having you in our life. You are truly a true blessing. Love you so much, Mom and Dad. So congratulations to Hideo. I'm assuming he's a high school graduate. And then I have a message from Julie... Sluter, who is actually, they're one of our sponsors of our station, mm-hmm. Todd, um, and says, Todd and I were thrilled to watch our son, Justin Sluter graduate cum laude on June 2nd from Plano Senior High School. So, congratulations to Justin. And then we have someone named Willem Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> you know him? I, I might know him. He goes, Willem Anderson's family is so proud of his graduation from their school, Anderson Classical Academy, a.k.a. who was homeschooled and excited to start his, um, for his starting University of Dallas in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then we have Katie Mann from Marcus High School. Congratulations Katie, we're so proud of you. You are such a beautiful young lady and work so hard, and we're excited to see where God takes you in life. Um, And then we have um, one that we just got on Facebook. um, Just, Just now? Just now, yeah. Oh, really? Juan Jose, oh, dear. Jimenez, uh, Jimenez. I'm gonna say he- Jimenez. Jimenez, yeah, Jimenez, Jimenez. Okay, Jimenez. Um, so, graduated from high school and his associate's degree from Richland College. That's so cool. So he got his associates and he graduated from high school at the same time. Super cool. Congratulations to him. He's going to be attending to Con- uh, Conrad uh, Collegiate Academy in Dallas. That's very cool. All so right. excited. Um, thanks for uh, that message. And then we also have uh, Rafael Cavana. Who graduated from the University of Dallas with a bachelor's degree in psychology and the, John Cavana. the
0: Cavana guy that didn't intern at our <laughs> that, station. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. No, no, no for hard that. feelings. No hard feelings. <laughs> so we have
2: Raphael and then we also have John Cavana who also graduated from the University of Dallas with a bachelor's in history. Um, and then finally we have James Loney who graduated from STEM in Louisville.
0: Mm-hmm. And that would be Kent's, uh, yes, son. Okay. Definitely. So. so that's
2: a pretty good list, I think, Dave.
0: <clears throat> and the, uh, the Jimenez one, whether well, that was just yes. totally... Just came just out some, on our, Facebook. our okay. Facebook Live. By
2: the way, we have six people watching, Dave, so I think we're practically fake. Oh,
0: fave. wow. Okay. <laughs> Very good. So anyways, thanks so much for this. I love doing the Facebook Live thing. We're also on Twitter. We're also on uh, YouTube. Get to see behind the scenes what's going on <laughs> and all that. All right. A, a few other things. Uh, speaking of Facebook, uh, we have been pushing this so hard the last uh, couple of months trying to get more people on the local Facebook page. This is a, a great way for you to to not only find out what's going on, um, but also post your own uh, events. Yes. And, I, and I'm guessing, do you, do you have an idea so, so of how many posts we're getting a day from, you know, not, um, not from you and I, but just from the, the, I the...
2: More of a week. I think we usually get two or three a week okay. from someone else for sure. Um, like, just this last weekend, we had several. One was posted from St. Vincent de Paula, Frisco. We're letting everyone know about where you could draw drop-off uh, items you no longer want. Um, okay. And so that's a pretty cool thing to know because actually we were cleaning out our garage on the weekend, so that was very helpful. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, and if you want to, you, I think we have about 305 so or so now. 303, yeah. Three and, three. and the goal by the end of this program is going to get to 310.
2: Yeah, so it's <laughs> 310.
0: <laughs> okay. 310. Just go to Facebook.com and then uh, just ask for permission to join the local Uh, DFW, North Texas, however it's called. Uh, GRNDFW. dfw Facebook page. And then Cicil will, uh, speedily let you in and you will be all set. All right. It's 19 minutes after the hour. You can call us if you have any uh, comments about the, anything that's going on. 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Uh, two other things that I want to talk about. First of all is the summer speaker series event. Uh, that is going to be July. 23rd, it's going to be at the Frontiers of Flight Museum. Uh, tickets are going on sale next Monday. Ooh, okay. Exciting. So I, we have had committee meeting after committee meeting after committee meeting and we keep, uh, you know, asking these same questions about how ready are people to go out and to go to an event like this, mm. you know, and I'd, I'd I'd love to you know and I talk to people in private conversations but I'd love to know uh, are you just ready to go or are you eager to get out and do an event I mean this is still six weeks from now are you still scared I heard com- conflicting reports some people say hey you know even though my parish is open on the weekends like in Fort Worth people aren't coming mm. you know our parish is is overflowing yeah uh, in uh, St Mary the Virgin in Arlington uh, I ushered yesterday and it was it was packed. You know, and we had to fill up the, the narthex as well. So I don't know. Is, are you, are you still scared? Are you, um, dear listener or, or are you ready to get out? Do you think by July 23rd, you'd want to go to the Frontiers of Flight Museum? We're going to have, I visited the museum this morning. It looks like we're going to be able to have 300 people. Oh, great. Uh, that can go in there. It's going to be socially distanced and I don't know if face masks are going to be necessary or not. Probably so. Uh, but that's, that's still a pretty big crowd.
2: Yeah, that's definitely. That's probably going to be the biggest crowd that, besides, outside of Mass, that you've had in a mm-hmm. while.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you want to tell us, uh, are, are you going to come? We're going to have a live stream option as well. Would you rather watch the live stream? And we got some interesting things. I'll, I'll tell you some of the things that are planned for this. Okay. I, we have been talking to DeVivo Brothers yes, Pizza, so and they've got the big fire truck. So exciting. And nothing's official yet, but, uh, John DeVivo, the owner of DeVivo Brothers, one of the owners, uh, is very likely going to be driving his big old fire truck over to the Frontiers of Flight Museum. And he has a, the fire truck has been converted into basically like, you know, a pizzeria where he can cook pizzas. Uh, it gets up to 800 degrees. He can cook a pizza in two minutes. And so as you come into the event you'll be getting a slice of pizza or add all the pizza you want. And then you come in and we'll be serving wine inside. And so there won't be any food service inside. You just get it as you come in. That's the plan.
2: That's awesome. Wine yeah. and pizza. What could be better?
0: Yeah. Pope and pizza. Pope. Mm, that's, <laughs> that, that, that. Did you not hear that's going to be the name of it? Pope and pizza? Pope and pizza.
2: We're changing the name. It, yeah, Got it. Okay. It's
0: Pope and pizza. Yes. Yeah, so perfect. You gotta, perfect. Totally rebrand the whole thing. Forget
2: the summer speaker series. All right. So <laughs>
0: if you want to let us know if you're coming or not, 877- 757-9424. We're going to know next Monday. when we'll taking go on sale uh we can get 300 like real quickly or are we gonna just a lot of people say no i don't think so i'll just watch the stream but we'll we'll find out the 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 guest speaker will be monsignor charles pope and um i would love for him to talk on the topic of fear Mm. uh just i would love for his topic to be be not afraid because i think so many people are so afraid right now Uh, Myself included. I mean, I, there's, there's a lot of things that are, are, are kind of terrifying when you watch the news these days. Um, so I, we don't know yet exactly what he's going to talk about, but the plan is for Monsignor Charles Pope to be the speaker for the Summer Speaker Series event. And, um, and, um, we, um, and we hope you're going to be there. And if not, I, I don't know if I can give the other plan. If you watch it, okay, I'll just go ahead and tell you what we're, what we're talking about. If you watch the stream, we are going to work out a way that you get a pizza, okay?
2: I'm not coming, Dave. I'm going <laughs> to stay home. No, yeah,
0: you're, you're, we're, we're, it's all being negotiated right now. This is That's the plan, awesome. okay? That's why Pope and Pizza Pope and is pizza. Uh, that you're going to get a pizza at your home while you're watching the stream, okay? But the stream's not going to be free. You're going to have to you're going to pay to get the stream. Power. We're not yeah, just going to send you a pizza, you know?
2: Uh, <laughs> That'd be so, a lot of pizzas we'd be sending.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then the only the uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is, you know, I talk about how do we get through times like this. One of the things that I have found very helpful is turning to the saints, and especially turning to the saints in who experienced similar times uh, like we are. Now, I'm not ready to compare the time we're going through to the 1920s in Mexico, Mm. but there are some things and I I hope it doesn't get this bad because the 1920s in Mexico were horrendous. I mean that's the whole Cristero War and the persecution of the church and the, the the sacraments were not allowed. Priests had to go underground. But there was um one um priest named Blessed Miguel Pro. Um he was a priest. He was they call him a master of disguise. He's a martyr. And he died in 1927, and I yesterday changed my Facebook profile yeah. picture, I don't know if you noticed that, that, to Miguel, blessing Miguel Pro, because I think we need uh, somebody like this because what he did was he was living in a very oppressive time, and he kept his joy. Everybody that knew him said he was always very joyful. He was a Jesuit priest, and he ended up uh, being arrested because they charged him with trying to... You know, have a plot against the government, which was, uh, by, by most, as most people say well, it was not true. Um, and then they put him before a firing squad to die. And interestingly, they, typically they, they cover your eyes mm-hmm. when you get, you know, put like a, like a face mask on. He said he didn't want it. Uh, he said, I don't need it. He asked, well, I don't think he asked, but he blessed the, 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 the men who were, you know, you can see the pictures. I mean, this is all, this is all in pictures. He blessed and forgave in advance the people who were um, preparing to kill him. And then he said, my only request is may I, may I kneel down and pray? And so he knelt down and there's pictures of this as well. And he prayed and then he laid, he got himself in a cruciform position, put his arms out and he had, he had a rosary in, in his hand. Um, and as, and then he got shot to death and he died. And, you know, he would, by, by the very definition of being a martyr for the faith, he would get his eternal reward because martyrs are always going to go to heaven. And so that's how I have been dealing with some of this As I look to the saints. I look to, I, I, to people who were bold in the face of persecution. I think obviously there's, it's, it's a stretch to say that this is like 1920s uh, Mexico, but I think there is some persecution. Um, and it, it may get worse. I hope it doesn't, but, um, if you have any any thoughts on that or if you want to let us know how are you getting by during times like this, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, phone number 877-757-9424, 757 9424 Just a few minutes here before we take our break, and then we're going to be joining uh, Peter Blute and also his guest, Peter DeTramp, as we talk about – the uh, young Catholic professionals, also from a marketing standpoint, okay, because Peter D- D- Trump is a marketing expert. All right, anything else that we want to say about tomorrow, the share-a-thon this week? Um Why should people support Catholic Radio? Uh, <laughs> well, what's your elevator yeah, oh, speech? Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> Put you on the uh, spot.
2: <laughs> well, honestly, I would say that this year, 2020, has proved more than ever why we need Catholic Radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had churches that have been closed. We have not been able to attend our usual. Bible studies we haven't been able to see uh, do, gather in community and pray together, and Catholic radio can be that uh unifying thing that everyone can listen to, and you can be still part of your Catholic greater Catholic community, and you can still be studying deeper into your faith uh, by listening and you can listen to the mass in the morning so mm-hmm. honestly, I think that this year has just proved how much we need Catholic radio to continue. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there seems to just be something is really amiss in the culture and there are so many people have, have gone, I mean, we're all sinners, but there are some people who just fundamentally have, have just, just do not have any sense of morality. And there's this rise in socialism, which is in communism, which is antithetical to, to Christianity. And there's so much catechesis that needs to be done and we need to teach parents so they can teach their kids. I think what we're seeing in this, just absolute. The, the culture is being turned upside down. I think you can go back to the sixties, go back to the seventies where it's just the faith was not taught in homes and people just do not know God. There's a, there's a lawlessness. There's a, a lack of understanding of God, a lack of belief in God, a rise in atheism. And that's why we, we have to have Catholic radio. We have to have this out there and you know, you got to take it in. You got to learn it. And you got to spread it. You got to be able to uh, talk to others about it. Uh, Paul and I, Last night uh went over to some neighbors' houses neighbors house a a married couple. Uh they are they are Protestants and um, we just sat and we talked about faith we talked about culture she's she's actually from germany she, she is old enough to have awesome. lived lived at the time of hitler Whoa. Uh and you know i think we we just need to talk and we need to have dialogue and we need Absolutely. to get to get to know each other even people that we don't agree with
2: oh 100% i think you always have to keep yourself open to talking to other people cuz otherwise you're very much closing yourself off and mm-hmm. there's no growing in that and yeah. so yeah definitely and the problem is today it's so polarize, you know, having it, you can immediately like, well, I I don't want to listen to your opinion. Yeah. You can't even just sit down and have a nice discussion.
0: Yeah. I would love to just take one of those protests and if I take one of those protesters out and just sit down and say what what what, what are you doing? What, what what is, you know, what's what is your goal? What is your objective? What right. is going on and just try to try to just open up some dialogue with these mm-hmm. folks. All right, uh well, that this is the uh Good News show here on KTH 9:10 a.m. and uh, the highlights are uh please Uh, Plan on coming to our Summer Speaker Series event on July twenty third. Tickets are going to go on sale on Monday. Please support the Shurathon, which begins tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. We always like if there's a North Texas person calling in first. Okay. We love all the other markets, but if North Texas calls in first, that's great. And then uh, what else? Uh, Join the GRN DFW Facebook page and uh, continue to let us know about graduates. Uh, If you have a graduate in your house who uh had kind of an unusual you know, close out to uh, his or her final year of high school or college and didn't get that big ceremony, we want to at least congratulate them on the year. So you can continue to email uh, kath at grnonline.com. Is that mm-hmm. the best thing yeah, to do? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. All right. So anyways, thanks for joining us. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And we'll be back with Peter Blute from the Young Catholic Professionals with his guest, Peter De Trump talking about Catholicism, young person evangelization, and marketing. So that's coming up right after this. The Guadalupe Radio Network appreciates the support of Vetro Glass Blowing Studio and Gallery located on Historic Main Street in Grapevine for their support of local Catholic radio on KTH 910 AM. They offer crafted glass art ranging from handmade sculptures to small glass art gifts. They're currently open for curbside glass service Tuesday through Saturdays from 10 AM to 5 PM. They can be reached by calling 817-251-1668 and online at grapevineglassblowers.com.
3: Hello, my name is Mari Buford, owner of Buford Roofing and Construction and a former player with the Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears. My wife and I are members of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine and longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Buford Roofing provides residential and commercial roofing repairs and total replacements. We can be reached at 817-329-ROOF or online at BufordRoofing.com. Have a wonderful day.
1: The KATH 910 AM 2020 Summer Speaker Series event is on Thursday, July 23rd with guest speaker Monsignor Charles Pope. There's just something about gratitude as a doorway to immense change in our life. I think that's why we call it the Holy Eucharist, the Holy Thanksgiving. The Lord says, never forget what I've done for you. Always have present to your mind and your heart what I've done for you so that you are grateful
0: and that you're different. Tickets go on sale June 15th at grnonline.com.
3: Is your facility in need of additional meeting or classroom space, but there's no room in the budget to add on to the building? I'm Glenn Trahan, owner of Modern Fold Door and Specialties and proud sponsor of KATH 910AM. Modern Fold Door and Specialties can solve your space division problems by installing operable walls to create additional spaces. We also provide repair and service. You can contact us at 214-357-2572 for a free consultation or trwfamily.com. God
1: bless. Are you connected? Hi, Joe McLean here, the Director of Mission Development for the GRN, and I am super excited about 2020. It's our 20-year anniversary, and we are rolling out new digital tools to include a new website, a podcast catalog, upgrades to our mobile app, and more. A great way for you to stay up-to-date and connected is by joining the GRN text list. You can do that today for free at grnonline.com forward slash text.
3: Hello, my name is Brad Grimes with the Grimes Insurance Group and I'm a proud sponsor of 910AM. My wife and I are parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi in Frisco with our four sons. I would like you to consider Grimes Insurance Group for your personal insurance needs. We are an independent agency working with multiple carriers. I invite you to call today for a no-obligation review of your insurance needs. We can be reached at 214-494-8800. That's 214-494-8800. Thank you.
0: All right, we're back. This is a Good News Show. Thanks for joining us. The phone number, 877-757-9424. Maybe you're a young person in your 20s and 30s, and you want to... Just grow in your Catholic faith. You want to meet others. You want to be able to uh, have fellowship and uh, you know business connections or uh, just make friends or what have you. A wonderful group called Young Catholic Professionals. If you go to their website youngcatholicprofessionals.org, you can see that they are on a mission to challenge, train, and inspire young adults working in various professionals to work and witness for Christ. They bring together young adults and seasoned business professionals in a variety of events to foster Catholic identity, encourage community, and inspire, um, action. And, uh, delighted to have on the line with me, uh, Peter Blute, who is the National Vice President of the Young Catholic Professionals. Again, put a dot org at the end of that and you will find their website and, uh, Now Peter's uh, Peter has a guest who is joining us as well, another Peter. So isn't this like so Catholic to have two Peters on the on with us, Uh, Peter de Trump? Uh, is on the Young Catholic Professional Natural uh, National Board of Directors, and he is a senior marketing executive who has many years of experience on both the client and agency side. And so we're going to see if we can get through the confusion of having two Peters on with us. Uh, Peter Blute, uh, we'll call you Peter B. How's that? Uh, thanks for being with us today.
4: That sounds great, David. Good
0: to be back here with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love the name Peter. Obviously, it's going to make us think of our, our first pope. And, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the rock that, the which the church has been built on. So it's good to, you can't have enough Peters on with us. All right. And Peter de Trump, I, I, first of all, I just make sure I'm pronouncing your, your, your name right. Uh, welcome to the program, Peter.
3: Thank you, Dave. And yes, that's perfect pronunciation.
0: Deep Trump. All right, uh, very good. Well, P- uh, Peter Blute, uh, why, why don't you go ahead and let us know uh, if there's any updates about the young Catholic professionals or anything, just generally speaking, before we dig into uh, Peter D. and and you know our topic of marketing today.
3: That sounds perfect. Yeah, thank you,
4: Dave. Um, yes, it's such an interesting time for all of us, right? Um, you know, like most organizations in most of the world YCP has had to go virtual in a certain sense. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's a number of ways you can connect with us in this, um, virtual world as things start to open up here again in North Texas, but we've actually just launched a new website. Um, you can still find us at young Catholic professionals.org, but we've uh, really simplified the experience, um, and really worked to, um, ensure that when people hit our website, they can um, find out what events are going on across our entire YCP network, um, and also learn more about how they can get involved in a number of different ways, um, either at the chapter level or with our staff at the national level. Um, So one uh, area that's that's really exciting is that we have a, a calendar on there now that features of any virtual events that our chapters are hosting. So even though it is disappointing, we can't host in-person events, which really are are kind of the uh, the, the the hallmark of the YCP experience is that connection coming together in person. Um, you can now access events in any city uh, through Zoom or through through whatever virtual means they're offering. So maybe it's our executive speaker series in another city, or um, a, a panel discussion, or or other kind of different style events that they're working on in this virtual world. So, um, that's that's the the thing people can do immediately if they're looking for some content and maybe still still at home and wishing they could come to a YCP event.
0: Now, is that a different website altogether or is it on that same .org site, Peter?
4: Same same .org site. Okay. Yeah, we just we just redesigned it all from the ground up. So, okay. Okay. A bit of a refresh.
0: Yeah, yeah. do you all know yet uh, yeah. when you expect in-person events may come back, or is it too early to tell?
4: I, I think it's still too early to tell. Um, Dave, you know now that we have uh, about 22 different YCP cities, and so those range from um, smaller cities that weren't as highly impacted by COVID-19 to cities like Los Angeles um, and many of these other major metropolitan areas that were dramatically um, affected. So we're hoping in June here to test out in a couple markets, potentially, um, offering, um, small networking happy hours at, at a local, uh, bar or restaurant since some of those are beginning to open. And then the goal is to, uh, regroup and see how that goes and then continue to slowly add back in a, in a prudent way, um, knowing that especially this demographic of 20 and 30 year olds, they're, going to be really itching to get back together. Um, But we want to do it all in a safe way and, of course, aligning with the the guidelines from the CDC and any County or state level guidelines as well.
0: Yeah, definitely.
4: All right, very good. Well, I'll
0: tell you what. Since you two are both on phone and you're not together, uh, and I'm here in the studio, we'll just kind of try to have a conversation here, and I'll ask some questions. But uh, either one of you just feel to, you know, free to jump in <laughs> whenever you want, and we'll see if we can do the best with this. But I did want to um, ask Peter Trump. Our guests to tell us a little bit more about uh, yourself, Peter, and particularly about a little bit more about your professional background in marketing and uh, how it came it, it came for you to be involved with YCP yourself so much so as to join the uh, national board of directors. Can you do that, uh, Peter Detrap?
3: Yes, would love to. I, um, my wife and I, Rose Marie have been married for 33 years. She is a graduate of St. Monica's here in town and then Ursuline Academy. We met at SMU, um, and we've lived throughout all of Texas, and I mean all of Texas. We've done what somebody recently referred to as the Texas Dash, which is Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston. We knew eventually our path would lead back to Dallas, and we were very thankful that it did four or five years ago. Um, Professionally, I've I've been a marketing executive and I've had an opportunity to lead organizations both um, small and large and domestic and national. I fell in love with marketing um, when I um, got involved because of the the fact that it's, it's so engaging. And it's really everything that stands between a business or a brand and their customer. So I was attracted to marketing at an early age and... I've been very fortunate to work with some outstanding teams throughout my career. Last March, I was attending the Catholic Foundation dinner with my wife, and we just happened to be seated next to Dwight Risky and his wife, Cynthia. Um, Dwight is the former senior vice president of PepsiCo and headed the marketing team. So we like to think it was faith and fate that brought us together (laughs) that night. We got to know each other, and... When I when I started to look at a little bit more into Dwight's background, we made a, a promise to one another that we would be going out socially and getting to know, um, as couples, we'd get to spend some time together. And I saw that he was on the board of, of YCP. And I remember the day that I, I found that and discovered that, I um, yelled across the house to Rose to say, come here and look at this organization. We have three children, young adult children, age 29, 27, and 24, who are perfectly in this sweet spot for YCP. And so later, shortly thereafter, I had a chance to get to know Jennifer Baugh and Peter Blute, and um, we were aligned in our goals and our vision, and I was very thankful that they asked me to join the National Board last July.
0: Very nice. And, uh, Peter D, you had mentioned in an email to me that, uh, you and Peter B <laughs> have similar backgrounds and, uh, Peter Blute, uh I wanted to ask you, I guess you have a background in marketing also and, and just to also explain how you have been able to utilize that with YCP. Cause I will say the, the explosive growth of YCP. Obviously, Jen hit on something very important because it's a, a very, very critical time in a person's life where they gotta uh, be tapped in. But you all have just been phenomenally successful in marketing yourself and growing new chapters. And is that a little bit of your specialty as well, Peter
4: Blue? Yeah, I, I um I have a real love of um uh I'd say marketing, but I, I think even more generally just kind of uh people and uh what what motivates people, um what causes people to get really excited about something or to turn away from something. Um and so that fits pretty well in the in the marketing world. Um I I worked before I worked here at Y C P um I was working at a, a business to business marketing company here in North Texas. Um, and so that's where I I really kind of got my feet wet, everything from website design to lead generation, um, to kind of understanding profiles and demographics and personas, who, who your audience is, um, and then how to motivate them, um, and address a need or a number of needs that they have through a product that you have, um, So it's, it's been a cool experience and to bring a lot of that to YCP and then um, be able to apply it here. Um, It's, it's interesting because if we think about um, our Catholic faith and our, um, you know, the YCP mission that we have, um, helping young professionals work in witness for Christ, the work of evangelization is in many ways a, a marketing effort. It's, um, an effort to present the faith in a really compelling way, in a um, in an exciting way, in a way that really draws people in um, and helps them, of course, cultivate this um, this interior life and this Catholic <laughs> community around them. Um, so that's that's a lot of what YCP was founded upon is that that concept of YCP is really a Kind of a marketing organization um, that's seeking to share the faith with as many young people as possible.
0: Yes, and Peter De Trump, uh, you know things are are, are changing at such a, a lightning speed these days. And you said that uh, you, you've been, I, 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 you're doing this for for decades, I, I believe. Uh, how how has marketing and strategies of marketing changed over the decades? And uh, what advice do you have in today with uh, you know so social media and so many different platforms through which one can market them you know themselves or their company?
3: You know the basis of marketing hasn't changed that much, and I think the that's why Peter Blute and I are kindred spirits. It's still about the ability to reach and inspire some action or influence some action. What's really changed is the mechanisms that we use or the channels that we use to reach an audience. Um, Marketing historically was much more um, considered an art form. The content, the creative, the slogans, the mottos, things like that were very much in the forefront of marketing. And today, marketing is is as much a science as it is an art form. So marketing the science means understanding insights into your audience and being able to apply those insights in a really relevant manner across multiple channels to meet um, consumers or to engage with your audience where they are most comfortable, whether that's through face-to-face or it's through social media or it's through broadcast media, um that's what's really changed it's It's the ability to deliver that message across so many different platforms
0: and there's such a thing as the the three r's of marketing. Can you can you explain those?
3: Yeah, we really like and embrace what um what we think of in marketing as being relevant, responsible, and results oriented so relevant means um speaking to someone with um um a level of insight into who they are, what stage they are in their life, but also what lifestyle they have. Um, so it, it, it's a better, deeper understanding of marketing to an individual. Responsible As a responsible marketer, um, we have to be very careful about privacy. We have to be very careful about the disclosure of information, and we want to be responsible and respectful to the individual and in the way that they want to consume information from brands or even organizations like YCP. And then results is the ability to drive to a conclusion. So with YCP, results might be represented as how we engage our members and how, more importantly, how they are engaged in the faith.
0: Yeah, and Peter Blut, I'm curious how you all are um, utilizing these marketing strategies because you got a, a lot of people out there of different Degrees of knowledge of their faith and different spectrums on the Catholic Church, and you know, uh, and at the same time, you're trying to first of all interest them in the Catholic faith, but also say, hey, why don't you come together and get together with like-minded, you know, like-minded Catholics or what have you? So, how, how are these marketing principles utilized uh, within the YCP?
4: Well, Jennifer actually, um, when when she and the initial group of people developed the the types of programs that that we still Post at YCP, um, though they may have adapted a little bit over the the last decade as YCP has grown, um, the programs were developed to reach people at different stages of their faith, and I think that really does fit into this relevancy component. Um, we we hear stories quite often from um, first-time attendees to our YCP chapter events that they they came to an event maybe not so much because of the Catholic side of it, because maybe they weren't engaged in their faith currently or, or weren't really interested in the Catholic faith, maybe had, had had wandered away from the faith, but they came because of the um, Dwight Risky type person who Peter mentioned who was senior vice president at PepsiCo overseeing all of marketing for the, the organization. Um, a chance to shake hands with that person, a chance to hear from a a Catholic executive who has achieved a really significant amount of professional success and that I might learn from as as a young professional. So people enter YCP kind of where they feel comfortable, and so the programs have been oriented to reach or be more relevant to different subgroups, I guess you could say, within that 20s and 30s age range.
0: Yes, and you know i I can't help but think and maybe uh Peter de Trump you could speak about this if uh you know the the institutional Catholic Church has really taken a beating the last uh couple of decades, especially because of the the news uh has tended to be negative uh there's a i I think there are some people in the media world that would love to just you know drive down the Catholic Church and there's sex abuse and uh even if you say you know, the incidences of sexual abuse among clergy is, you know, real, you know real small, uh, but that still is the headline that people get in their mind. How, how does a, a church market itself, the, the Catholic Church overall, if that, if that question makes sense? So what, what would your advice be to, to highlight the good stuff that's going on? Because we all, we all know there's a lot going on, but uh, sometimes the headlines are the negatives.
3: Well, they can be certainly and and yet there's so much good news going on in our church today um to speak about even if you if if you go back into the history of the way the Catholics have embraced um civic responsibility and racial equality and all of the different things over the over the centuries really that the Catholic faith has stood for i I don't think we're doing a particularly great job of talking about Catholic health care necessarily, particularly in this time of COVID-19. So there's a great story there about the Catholic hospital systems and caregivers and the work that they're doing both within their organizations and outside their organizations. Another aspect of it is the Catholic schools and the Catholic education or the Catholic charities. And I think by focusing on some of the opportunities for Catholics of all stages of their faith, to engage with the church and to give back to their communities, either through their parish or directly to the community, has never been greater.
0: Yeah, and Peter Blucci, you know, you mentioned about how – Young people will see a great speaker at one of these events, and they'll say, "Gosh, I want to get out there and shake their hands." I thought you were going to say that the the free, um, you know, beer and food was going to be the draw, but uh,
4: it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't hurt. hurt. (laughs) But uh, you know,
0: obviously, if they if they want to come in and they want to meet a great speaker, and uh, that's all good and well, and you know, that's great. But then you also have like you know, you because I I know in interviewing Jen so many times, I know she has a very very deep spirituality, and she really has a heart for you know. Drawing people really into their walk with Christ, and so you know those two can go hand in hand. They can come and hear that great speaker, but at the same time, that's, on, that's only part of the, uh, the you know you, you got them there, and now we want to draw them closer to the Lord. So how how does that happen? I, I, I hate to put it in a marketing perspective, but how do how do we get them there?
4: Yeah, well, I, I think I think we we can still think of it in a marketing perspective without getting lost in the 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 business or or let's just call it the secular sense of it, um, I think part of what what Jen has done beautifully as this organization has grown is to really pull a lot of what has worked well from the the for profit or the business world, for example and and to apply it in a um, deeply Catholic and and spiritual context and and you're absolutely right that that is many times the way people come in, but um, it's not where it ends. it's just the the start for their experience. And um, from the moment they walk in the door at, uh, getting involved at a, at a YCP event or, or meeting fellow YCP members, um, you, you do really get a sense that you're striving together, though at different stages, um, to to understand what it means to be spiritual beings and to be in this world that God has created for us and to um, to really develop. Uh, an interior life, even if I may not quite know what that means. But throughout um, our different events, they get a taste of that and they get chances to ask questions and to learn more and to hear from um, people that have gone before us um, who can help us potentially avoid some of the the pitfalls or the challenges of the world, but also of our spiritual life. Um, And then as you get into the experience as a YCP member, we have, a lot of deeper formation. Um, we've actually just launched uh, or we're, we're about to launch a, a spiritual hotline, which we're really excited about. Um, this is an opportunity for members who maybe have spiritual questions or um, maybe items of, of theology or church teaching, maybe something they hear or read that they just really are looking for um, an answer from the church especially religious um that we have connected with through to run our spiritual hotline and they have these burning questions that they want answers to so we're we're excited to offer that um as a uh, an offering to our YCP community so that they can get clear answers to the questions they have about our faith um and I think it does come from the the responsibility part thinking about that second of the Rs Um, that we have a responsibility as a Catholic organization and as a Catholic church to be very clear um, about what Christ teaches through his church and um, how we present that in its fullest form.
0: Yes. Uh, we're down to our last couple of minutes. I know we we covered relevancy, and then uh, Peter, you just covered responsibility. And uh, Peter Detrempe, do you want to cover uh, results and how that relates to the Catholic faith and YCP in particular? We got about a minute and a half before the music's going to start. If you could do that no uh, quickly, thank you.
3: Yeah, thank you, David. And just to build on what Peter has said, in YCP we're so blessed and fortunate to have people like Jen and Peter lead the organization with such great vision. Results is um, measured largely by what we would consider engagement, engagement in the faith, engagement in the community, in the way that we interact with one another, and YCP brings together a community unlike anything I've ever seen before. It brings together folks at all different stages of their faith journey, but it also builds upon that and allows them to interact and get to know one another and, as Peter said, learn from their experiences, which there just aren't that many places to look to today when you talk about our personal faith journeys that we can reach out to and engage in. And that's where the results come in.
0: Yes, very good. Well, I'm glad we got all those uh, covered under the wire here. <laughs> as We're just about to close out the show. Peter Trump, thank you so much. And uh, Peter Blute, I know you guys have a, a fall conference coming up. Do you want to spend 20 seconds talking about that or inviting uh, young people to, to attend? We, we're just about to run out of time, but do you want to at least give maybe the website or more details on that?
4: Yes, of course. Keep an eye on ycpconference.org ycpconference.org you can also visit it you'll find a link from our national website young catholic professionals.org we're so excited about our theme this year um, of saint joseph our ycp patron Um, and uh, we're going to be kind of pulling from um, father donald calloway's book on the the wonders of saint joseph Um, we've got some amazing speakers lined up and we're really excited about it do keep an eye on the website um as we all know, big events uh here are kind of in flux and there's there's a chance the date may be may be moving and we'll yeah. be sure and communicate that clearly. But either way, go sign up. Um there's no risk right now to buy a ticket. If for some reason we have to move the date, then, of course, um, we'll be in touch and and you'll have flexibility in
0: that. All right, uh,
4: YQPConference.org.
0: All right. Very good. Thanks to both of you. Really appreciate you being on. And thanks to everybody listening. This has been the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks
1: for joining us for the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show
2: are you a man who has been deeply affected by abortion are you looking for healing and a chance to be with others in the same situation healing after abortion ministry is offering a one-day dallas retreat The 2020 Project Joseph Retreat for Men, which is planned for August 16th at Rachel's Vineyard in Dallas. To register or for more information, contact Healing at ProjectJosephDallas.org or call 469-720-CARE.
1: This is Tony Beshera. My wife, Chris, and I own Babich & Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babich & Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999, or you can find us on the web at babich.com.
2: Council for Life, a pro-life apostolate, is in need of baby essentials, grocery gift cards, and other items as part of their service project, which benefits their 2020 Celebrating Life Luncheon Beneficiaries. Items can be dropped off curbside on Saturday, June 20th from 10 a.m. until noon at 5960 Brookshire Lane in Preston Center in Dallas, or by purchasing items on the Council for Life's Amazon.com wishlist registry online. Please help by donating much-needed items. For more information on how you can contribute, visit CouncilForLife.org. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com.